the AWOL zebra. You know how I love stories from other people. I love to hear how other people manage their day, manage their time, how they got their diagnosis. And I honestly think that's the only way we're going to get better is by sharing. And you can't share like this on Facebook. It's it's difficult. And sometimes our hands don't work as well. And for me, my eyes. So I like to hear things. So I'm really excited because I found that I, I was asking if anybody had a story to tell. And this young lady does. And I'm excited because we were talking about supplements when we kind of met and, and chatted. And I'm excited to learn all that she's doing. Let's welcome Christy Roberts. Good morning. You're on AWOL Zebra. How are you? Hello. Good morning, Christy. Thank you for having me this morning. Oh, I'm excited because I've been I've been waiting for this. I apologize. I had I had to put off because I was in a flare and I felt horrible doing so. Do do you, but did you understand though the minute I said I had a flare? Oh, absolutely. No questions asked. You had a flare. We had to postpone. That's how this disease goes. But now if I had said that to someone that doesn't have our illness, they probably wouldn't have gotten it, right? No, absolutely not. I think most people, um, they, they want you to get better just like they do. And they you know don't understand that this is, this is something you have to manage. This is not something that can be cured. This is not something that can ever go away. It's something you have to accept and manage. And, and it's, it's, well, it, I usually like to start off with talking about how you got your illness and this, that, and the other. But when you just said about, you know, managing it and accepting it, let's just let's do something different here let's start about because i'm having a difficult time managing it and a difficult time accepting it tell how you're functioning you're working you take mm -hmm. your supplements tell us what is it you do to manage since you found out you had this illness I first found out in 2019, I actually had to help them diagnose me. Um, and so I, I'm a researcher I'm a, by nature, by my profession. That's what I do is research and analyze um, large amounts of data. So I, uh, I decided that, that that's what I was going to have to do with EDS because every book I got and everything I tried to read, there's just... It's just so much, you know, and you have to have a personalized plan as well. What works for someone else with EDS may not work for you because, as you know, our connective tissue is weak in different places. And um, so I, I, I treated it like it was a, a project for work, you know, and I had to, you know, first figure out my supplements and my food. I was um, not absorbing nutrients. And the doctors were really kind of at a, at a loss because they tried everything that they knew short of giving me a feeding tube. And so I was very against that. So I, um, I just researched. I decided to start researching. I came across this great group on Facebook, Deborah Cusack. She created the Cusack um, protocol and it's for EDS, it's uh, she. She went out and researched. She had four daughters and herself who were um, 
bad with EDS and they as you can imagine with that many people in your family they had braces and wheelchairs and you know everything that you have to have when your connective tissue doesn't work and she was just you know a single mom and fed up with it so she researched and she found all these great supplements and there's the group on Facebook she doesn't charge anything for this knowledge it it's just out there and so I started using those supplements um, and working with my physical therapist at the same time. I have two that I work with. Um, one is more for my my spine, and he, he kind of got me started on my journey to healing my body. But then I work with another lady now who is a myofascial release physical therapist. And so that, um, that's been very important, my physical therapy aspect of getting you know all the calcium deposits released and then building muscle behind it and um so i do that i do the supplements and this past year i, I took the supplements a, a step further and i decided to start researching which herbal teas i could replace with the supplements so i kind of went from prescription medication to supplements and now i'm moving on to herbal teas and so i have found several that do the same job and a couple of new ones that actually build your connective tissue and um, help with the whole um, building your muscles back up after they've had to be broken down and so that's that's kind of my management plan. I have it all written out. I, um, you know, check my little checklist off every day. But I, um, I swim. Like you say, I work. I, I do everything I want to do now. You know, short of horseback riding. They said I should never do that because of my spine. But oh my goodness! I mean, it does. It, I'm, I'm, I'm envious, but I'm happy for you. Because that's the one reason why I like to have people on that are successful with this because I, I am, am con continually struggling uh, and it's so frustrating to me. And then when I hear individuals that are thriving, I'm drawn to these individuals because I so desperately need, <laughs> I, I need guidance because just getting up because I'm having a good day and doing a few things is setting me back because my breathing isn't right. My standing isn't right. It's like I'm not doing the, the, the research that you seem to have done. I did a lot of research and, but you know, that that's kind of my thing. And so it came naturally to me. And that's why I want to share it with everyone. You know, there's, there's so much out there. And when you start looking at all of it, I think it becomes very overwhelming very quickly. No, it, it really does. And, and I was trying because, because right now I'm having a difficult time connecting my breathing. If that, if that makes mm -hmm. any sense, it's like, I, I'm, I know mm -hmm. I'm breathing in, but I can't get all the way down to my diaphragm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. So I, I'm struggling. So I'm working on breathing in for six and breathing out for six. Is that stuff that you did prior to being able, I mean, cause you didn't, you didn't just all of a sudden find out you have EDS and then you went on supplements. You had a downtime. Did, did you not? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I had a, I had a terrible time. My, um, 
my problems, I guess, really started at birth and then, um, you know, kind of progressed through my life. But I was strong as a child. I played sports. I swam every summer all day. You know, like it was, uh, um, I would I would do things like I, I dislocated all of my toes uh, playing football. But, oh, you know, I know we just, you know, we taped them back together. I took some Tylenol and we, you know, I, I had to wear shoes when I played football after that. Or, you know, like it was just things that would happen and we would just kind of deal with them and move on as you do when you have EDS. And, you know, um, with Ehlers-Danlos, of course, there's a, a whole spectrum, you know, some people are, are further along on that spectrum and they're, they're sicker and their connective tissue is much weaker. And so I, I kind of fell on the other end, I think, because I was so active and, you know, that, that helped in my childhood. But then when I, um, I had my first daughter in 99 and I started having some kidney pelvic floor problems around that time, but they weren't intense because I still, you know, I was still working out. I was still going to the gym. I was still, um, you know, doing very, very active stuff. And so, but when I got pregnant with my son in 2007, that's when I hit the bottom. I, um, I was walking into a building and I slipped on a little bit of water and my right hip caught the wall. And so from that simple little tap, I mean, it was not an intense blow by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but just from that little simple um, tap on my hip, I rotated my hips 20 degrees. My right hip popped completely out of the socket. My tailbone and pubis bones were dislocated and put my bladder in kind of a sticky situation. And then I walked around like that for two and a half years. There, were, there was nobody who really knew what to do with me, you know. And um, and some people would tell me during that time, I'm sure there's lots of people with EDS who have experienced this, or even just in general, um, you know, doctors would tell me there's no reason for your pain, or, you know, you're just here seeking medication, or, and, uh, you know, the whole time, I, I just, I, I knew there was something wrong. I knew they were missing it. And I, I just couldn't understand if they were doctors, why they couldn't figure this out, you know. So um, my insurance company finally got fed up with me and sent me out of state. I had to go to a neighboring state um, to an orthopedic or ortho surgeon um, that wanted to actually remove my tailbone because they thought that that would fix the pain in my hip. <gasps> yeah, yeah. And so I, I went and I, I saw Dr. Logan in Slidell, Louisiana, and he he told me, no, 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 you know, you got damage, but you, you don't need your tailbone removed, thank God. And then he um, he brought his physical therapist in, and his physical therapist um, kind of jerked on my hips a little bit and pulled on my shoulders, and he said, you know, how do you feel? And I'll never forget, for the first time in a solid two years, I didn't feel anything. There was no pain. There was no tugging. There was no, you know, there was nothing. And... I, I was I was elated, you know, um, but I didn't know that 
we didn't know I had EDS then. And so I spent a week down there with them unrotating my hips and doing all of the manual manipulations to get my bones back in places that they belonged. And um, they just slowly started rotating back out of place when I got back home, even though I was doing all my physical therapy and, you know, they, um, and so I, I found a, a physical therapist here that I felt I could trust. He actually calls me his train wreck patient. So you definitely need a physical therapist that understands you're a train wreck, um, in my opinion. But, um, and you know, they, they've helped me from there. They've taught me a lot. I think my physical therapists have probably taught me as much as I've learned on my own. And I like taking things to them as well and asking them, you know, hey, I read this. And they know I'm very medically informed, so they entertain me. And sometimes it turns out great or leads to additional research that they can do that helps me. And so you were talking about your breathing earlier. That's, you know, I still do breathing exercises. I have two breathing exercises I do every day. Actually, um, my myofascial uh, physical therapist is actually the one who taught me you can get a balloon, just a regular balloon, you know, party balloon, and blow it up. But when you blow, you want to make sure you're standing up and you have your posture good and you have your... Um, you know, belly drawn in towards your, your navel drawn in towards your back, and then you blow three hard times, and that resets your diaphragm. So you just blow into the balloon, one, two, three, and then let the balloon go. Oh, my goodness, because I have, because I was given balloon exercises for with postural restoration, and I was doing my therapy, but then the therapist had me do bridges, pelvic bridges and that's what popped me out and kind of led to my my last flare was my mm -hmm. pelvis popping out there and it so I had to start all over again with another therapist but nobody's yeah. ever told me that you're talking so you stand up because I'm gonna because I desperately need to do that you said stand up and then just blow into the balloon Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sometimes I do it sitting down, standing up. I have a balloon in my car. I like to do it when I'm driving. But really what you're doing, and you'll start feeling it after a couple of times, is you're just pulling all of those pelvic muscles and your core muscles. You know, you're, you're contracting them, but when you blow three times in, you're, you're pushing it to the limit of what you need. You know, so you if you just blow one time, you're not getting as deep in the muscle. So you're, you're taking a deep breath in and then you're blowing three hard times into the bullet. Yep. That's exactly what I'm doing. When you do, and it helps. Okay. Well, I want to ask you this because nobody's, everybody looks at me like I'm crazy when I say this. When I was doing my balloon exercises and blowing into it, I was feeling like things in my belly were like, like air was going into it. Like I could feel like my diaphragm. I felt like everything was jumbling and moving inside me going into proper position do you feel that oh absolutely oh thank you absolutely oh my, oh my yes. gosh I yes I also yes <laughs> oh, I nobody ever because I'll everybody looks at me like I'm crazy and I'm like no when I blow into the balloon I feel like mm -hmm. I'm getting air into my diaphragm so you know what I'm talking about mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. It feels great. It feels great to finally be able to 
feel that feeling too because you didn't know you were missing it but when you finally feel it you're like oh this is i can breathe oh my sir i am so happy yeah. that we yeah. this is why this is why these are so important to me because if if even if if nobody was listening i'm like oh my gosh you have just saved me today because i've got the balloon and I, and I was like, how, I, how do I get that feeling again? So just sit there and blow into it three times. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. I mean, and it's so simple. You know, she's taught me so many just practical things like that. You know, they, um, both of my physical therapists have, they're great. They're great. That is absolutely wonderful. And because see, I, I'm, I'm still like battling every day, you know, trying to get to where accept it, accept it, accept it. And I know that that's part of the battle and I have pretty much accepted it, but it's like, as far as like trying, I, I realize now, I, I guess the exercises are just going to be forever. Like I know I'll always be mm -hmm. working on my fascia. I guess I have to realize I need to, you know, always be working on the breathing because it doesn't sound like you have stopped it at all. It sounds like you oh. continually keep doing the therapies and stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. We finally broke it down last month. Um, and, and so I have about 30 minutes of set physical therapy that I have to do in the morning when I wake up. And that's mostly surrounded. Uh, when we were talking about breathing, I also have a pretty severe case of pectus excavatum. And so I have a rib that slides in and out. And so I do a lot of breathing, a lot of fascial releases around my ribs and um, shoulders and stuff, which um, kind of plays into the breathing. Like if your fascia is released around your rib cage and, you know, you've, you've made sure to pull all that scar tissue then you're going to be able to build the muscle behind it so much easier if you're not restricted you know and i learned that i learned all about fascia i was first i tried to read you're talking about the mental aspect of it and so i tried to read the book the the body keeps the score have you ever heard of it yes so and it it, it was very triggering for me but it it did help me in the sense that I had been talking with another therapist for some time about the different traumas that I had been through in my life and different things that, you know, seem to just stack on top of each other. And whether they're physical or emotional, the body is still keeping score, so to speak. And so when I couldn't read that book because it's way too triggering for me, I found this other book called Free Your Fascia by Dr. Daniel Finster. Have you ever read it? No, but I have heard of it. Tell me, did you yes. like it? I loved it. So I read the book. It was phenomenal. It's all about releasing, you know, all the calcium deposits and the, underneath the scar tissue. Um, I, I have a horrible um, C-section scar. It was used twice. Plus, I had a double hernia. We used the same scar all three times. So you can imagine the um, scar tissue I have built up under, you know, right where my hips need to be working. So I, I do that a whole lot. Uh, I break that up. But so, you know, I was looking for something to kind of, you know, because I knew it was a problem. And I found this book and um, he agrees that um, our emotions are held in our fascia. So the, um, the free your fascia doctor. 
And he also, you know, went a step further and said, you know, we're, we're not hydrating our fascia because, you know, what's happening is we, we eat what we eat or in most EDSers case, you don't eat what you don't eat. You know, eating is, I think, quite a struggle whenever your connective tissue is messed up um, in your digestive tract, you know. So a lot of times for me, I just, I'm the very thought of eating just makes me nauseous, you know? Yes. Yes. And it's, it's a hard thing to, to do, you know, it's hard to go out to eat with people because they're like, why aren't you eating more? And you're like, that's all I can eat. Sorry. You know? And so I I think the whole mental aspect of it though, is kind of understanding that there, there's a lot that goes with it. There's a lot of ableism in the world. I remember the first time I wore my back brace out in public. Uh, I was this, you know, a nervous Nelly thinking someone was going to say something negative or offensive. And reality, nobody really looked twice my way, you know. Um, I think one girl told me it was cute because it's pink. But short of that, you know, it it, it really is just, uh, you know, I, I need these things to function now. And... If I want to function at my best, I have to use my braces. I have to accept that I have to use my braces. You know, I have to accept that I can't go out to eat with just anyone because they may not understand about my stomach or, you know, just have to. And that's that was probably the most challenging part for me when it came to just accepting was the ableism, not being able to get out in public and be myself as I was. Or as I am, <laughs> I'll never be well. No, well, no, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll always be, be fighting. I hate to say that we're sick, but I guess, I guess, I guess we are, but, but we're, ma- but, but managing. I mean, mm-hmm. you're forever managing this illness, and I, just, just listening to you. I mean, it's kind of, it's really bringing tears to my eyes, honestly, because I, it, this has been a battle for me and to hear you talk about it and, 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 you know, talk about the balloon and then the pecs, the pectus of sunken chest. That's easy for me mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, All right. I had the exact same thing too. I, I can sit there and just fill it up with water. <laughs> it's it's the only reason I have cleavage is because I have a sunken chest, and yeah, yeah, how you're managing and and doing so well, I feel like I'm just definitely doing a disservice to myself. I mean, you really have done the the research, and I commend you for that. I think that's wonderful. I mean, it, it comes through in your voice that I mean, you seem you know quite accepting and. You know, you know, quite happy that you know you. I mean, I don't mind walking around with a balloon with me or carrying it and doing it my friend if I have to. The it's it's just interesting to hear everything that you're doing, and then the fact that that you understand the part of accepting it, and then I love that you know all about the fashion because that's that's all that's all I've been doing for almost two years is just. The fascia work, and when you bring up yes, the emotions in the fascia and not hydrating your fascia, it's it's so refreshing to hear. But then you've got this whole other 
part down the other spectrum where you where I can like learn from you is is uh, of all the things that you've learned from from PT and on the EDS side things that I just didn't think about when you brought in the supplements I mean did that make the difference as well oh absolutely absolutely the supplements um they're amazing. They, um, <clears throat> the QSAC protocol itself is just phenomenal. And she researches, she's got a whole list of the supplements on her website or on the Facebook page. I don't think they have a website, but it's all about connective tissue regeneration, you know? And so, um, but it even talks about the different stuff. For example, the one product that she um, insists on being brand specific but only because of the way it's made it's called um george's aloe and so um it's just aloe vera liquid but the way that they process it it helps regenerate the cells um and the tissues and so she actually gives a list of different things it's like um the the supplement then she lists out the targeted regenerative cell with tissue type and body system and then the next column is like secondary or comorbid diseases that go with it and then the last thing is just the symptoms that you would be um, experiencing and so from this chart you can look at it and decide which symptoms you're experiencing which ones are affecting you the most and that's where you start your you know, supplement journey, so to speak. Um, the only thing that she really requires um, or says that is highly recommended is that you start with your, your stomach because if you're not absorbing properly, then you're not obviously not going to absorb the supplements either. So she has a probiotic on here, um, but really she gives a, just the name of the probiotic. So if you find another probiotic, you know, that or any probiotic that is the, I think it's LGG is what, you know, um, then, then you order that, but it's, um, you know, the, and, and it all works together. I think a lot of people don't realize, you know, mast cell activation syndrome, POTS and EDS, you pretty much all have all three every single time. You may have more in one area, like you may have more problems with the EDS than you do POTS, or you may have, a lot of people have problems with the mast cell activation syndrome, and they don't even realize it because we're just conditioned to think, oh, that's just allergies, you know, or you're just having sinus problems. But um, <clears throat> in reality, a lot of it is caused by the environmental pollutants that we're putting into our body. And some of that's even, I think, the the foods, the preservatives in the foods can cause some of this restriction in our cells. And so this um, learning from her was probably the biggest thing I did, learning about her supplements. And I got, um, I think, all of the supplements at one point I was on. There's 11 of them. And I was <clears throat> rebuilding muscle actually wasted muscles and so that was another big reason for me to start looking for supplements when i realized physical therapy wasn't going to cut it you know and um i actually recovered muscles after starting her protocol really so yes and, mm -hmm. and i i guess that's i was i was spelling it c c u s a c k that's it Okay. Mm -hmm. I went to school with the girl with the last name Cusack, so I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. so I'm I'm definitely going to look that up because I find that very interesting. My my neurologist was he gave me a list of vit- uh, supplements to get um, because he was talking about you know since that mine was kind of triggered at pregnancy, he was trying to duplicate I guess the relaxing hormone, you know, because it's like that's what goes you know when you're pregnant and that's what I, I guess they say doesn't come back for us for us properly the relaxing hormone and so i'm mm-hmm. told about like coq10 and and all things like that, but you're you're not taking any of that i mean you're taking a whole different thing of supplements well i take the aloe and then i take um lion's mane which is still on here i also um i still take the hyaluronic acid that's on this protocol uh, because i have a lot of problems with my eyes my eyes are pretty pretty weak so i like that one but and that's what it's for is for the eye tissues so like i said once you i feel like once i reset my system so to speak with this protocol after about six months of being on everything i started noticing that i could hold my muscles better um i could feel my muscles some people think that's a very strange um thing but you know sometimes um when you've wait when you've wasted as many muscles as I have and which is six now I can tell when a muscle's not working I've actually felt two of my muscles as they wasted um and so that was pretty crazy but it, it's the same feeling just in reverse of when a muscle unclenches I don't know if you've ever had that experience I, but I, I did muscle activation technique and learned how to turn my toe back on when my toe cuts off no i know exactly what yeah. you're talking about oh my goodness this is just so fascinating listening to you because i'm like <laughs> talking about it i went muscle activation technique i understand exactly what you're talking about because I, I i learned how to turn my muscles back on when i could feel my uh my thoracic i could tell my thoracic muscle was was going and my hip and I, I knew how I learned how to exercise to turn it back on. You're the first person that just in conversation has ever just nonchalantly just sat there and, and spoken about it. And I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking about. I understand exactly what you mean. I really do. You can feel it cutting off. And you can. <laughs> I love it. I, you're the okay. person. You came. Oh my goodness! I am so grateful that I have asked. I, I'm. I, I'm not. I'm not grateful for me. I'm grateful that I asked for you know people to share their stories because it just makes me feel less crazy, honestly, to hear you absolutely <laughs> say all that because I felt like I, I mean that's that's kind of why I started a wall zebra because I felt so at lost because. I was a zebra, but I felt like a lost zebra because nobody understood what I was talking about. Yeah, and absolutely. You, within 30 minutes, have touched on everything as if it was just a part of this everyday, normal, everyday people's lives. And and I didn't tell you any of this, so I'm just, I'm just loving it. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's great. No, now I'm, I'm like, no, now I need to go to the CUSAC protocol because you're like going down. I mean, I, that's the only thing that you're talking about that I have not experienced yet. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. 
so I, I'll no, I like that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, you know, I took it a step further because I started drinking the teas, and so I found two um, herbal teas that I want to tell you about. I want everyone who has yes to try these. I think they're just a miracle, really. Um, but the first one is a tea, and this is the other thing about herbal teas, um, Christy, is that you don't have to boil it on the stove. You don't have to get it hot. There's actually some evidence out there that that kind of takes away from some of the properties. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I just steep mine. I just leave it sitting, you know, in a cup or pitcher steeping for a couple of hours rather than boiling it. It gets, you know, it it does the same thing. It just takes longer. Um, and it keeps your properties. But the first one um, is uh, an herb called red clover. I'm sure you've heard of clover before, or red clover. Yeah. They have a really, really pretty flower on them. Um, and so I, I ran across this one in the um, Dr. CB Encyclope Encyclopedia of Herbs. And it um so i'm just going to read straight from here because when i read this you're just going to be like i've got to get some today but um <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready <laughs> i know okay so it says uses red clover includes anti-inflammatory sedative expectorant diuretic and anti-cancer properties because of its estrogenic properties red clovers is used to treat menopausal symptoms it is also a blood purifier that removes waste products from the lymphatic system and dissolves calcification in soft tissues. Wow. Yeah. So I think that um, since I started drinking it, I've definitely noticed that I'm not as stiff. I don't have as many pops, you know, the, the internal pops that you feel when you um, get one of those adhesions really good and it pops out for yep. you. I don't have those anymore. I think um, I think this is is helping with the calcification, you know. Well, no, because that's because I just did some some fascial adhesion releases on Thursday, and I'm I'm really bruised from it, and where they just you could you could hear them pop, and mm -hmm. and and feel it and feel everything going back in the tracks, and it was like, oh my goodness, so. Red clover, mm -hmm. I've got that. And what's the other one? And so the other one, I actually had to look far and wide for, for to purchase it. And I'm currently getting it from Korea. Uh, and it's called Solomon's Seal. And I ran across this um, on a video I was watching of an herbalist. And she was talking about how um, it helps with connective tissue and that she had known a lady who had rheumatoid arthritis really bad to the point that she was um, where, where she was stuck, you know, she couldn't move her fingers anymore. And after I think seven to 10 days drinking Solomon's seal tea, she was able to play the piano again. And so of course I said, I have to try that. <laughs> That's impressive, you know? And so I, I found some um, Solomon's seal tea on Amazon, which I know is not always the greatest place, but they, um, and they, I get it straight from Korea. It has all of the, um, you know, foreign tags on it. Whenever it comes in the mail, it's got one for 
Mexico, one for Canada, and one for um, the United States. It's really cool to to get it in the mail. But um, but yeah, I I drink that, and I'm telling you, I would have never dreamed that I would be able to work a full time forty hour a week job, and you know have a, a busy fifteen year old playing multiple sports and. Still have time to exercise. Still have time to swim. I still try to swim every thirty minutes a day, you know, um, and just you know be have energy to do all of that, and then still have a little energy left over for me. You know, I wouldn't have believed you if you'd have told me that even just a year ago, you know. Wow. But how long did it? How long did it take you to? Because when you're doing supplements and stuff, it's not an instant thing. And did you just, was it like how soon after you started the supplements, were you able to get in to the swimming 30 minutes a day, feeling the energy? Like how, how long did it take Mm -hmm. you to grow into the regimen that you're in right now? I started the protocol in 2019. I started swimming in 2020, I, um, I actually started doing a lot more intense exercises in 21, like um, roller skating and hiking. And um, you're rollers, so yes, I love to roller skate. My physical therapist uh. asked me not to tell them when I'm going because they're afraid I'm gonna fall, but you know, um, knock on wood, I haven't yet. And, um, so yeah, um, and sometimes I still have to wrap my ankle pretty, pretty tight. I tore the plantar fascia on my left foot when I was asleep, um, in 2019, which is kind of what led to me researching everything was because I was like, I'm down to 87 pounds. I'm tearing the plantar fascia on my foot. My rhomboid muscles are wasting we have to figure something out, you know, but, um, but yeah, I, I roller skate now. Sometimes my foot gives me trouble, but you know, I just deal with it. That's but, and, and that's, that's another thing is just figuring out where your limits are and what you want to deal with, you know? Oh my goodness. No, the, I, I was a shoot the duck demon back when I was a little girl. I did <laughs> roller skating. I mean, it, if I was up, and it wasn't a school day I was roller skating and I missed that so desperately and to hear that you're roller skating and doing everything but possibly horseback riding it you know like I said it makes me envious but I'm so happy for you but now it's like I'm hopeful because I just need I, I, I feel I feel stupid quite honestly because I don't have an appetite and then I don't feel like eating. And then I'm like, well, the supplements on my stomach are going to make me not feel so good. So how did you get, because I've got the supplement, but I don't eat mm-hmm. properly. And if I take them, I mean, I, I take <clears throat> my vitamins and then I'm taking on Dancitron right behind it. So I don't get nauseous. Mm. How, how, yeah, do- I lived on Zyprin for years and years, but yeah. the thing, yeah, absolutely. Um, Ali, I'll still take it if, or take it with me at least if I'm going to be flying. Um, but I have some Eustachian tube dysfunction problems. So I'm, 
um, pretty much have to be knocked out to fly at this point. But um, but for the for your stomach, um, the um, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought I thought something happened to our sound. Um, before your stomach, the on the protocol, the probiotic is the thing that they recommend first, and the one that I used that I found was the best for me was um, cultural health and wellness. And so, like I said, it's just a very specific. It's the I don't want to butcher it, but it's um it's just listed as LGG, which you know they all have an L dash something, and so this one. Um, and so that, that's, you know, that was the first step was getting, getting my stomach right. And so I, I did that. I also, um, with my herbal teas, I drink a, um, mix of ginger and lemon in the morning time and ginger, you know, has a lot of properties to settle your stomach. I also had some, just some pickled ginger that I picked up at the grocery store. And so if I wake up and, and my stomach's particularly rumbly, I will just eat some of that pickled ginger to go ahead and settle it down before I do anything. You know, I'm a coffeeaholic, which is probably part of the problem, but um, it, you know, if I wake up and my stomach's bad, I'm, I may not drink coffee that day. And so it, it that's pretty bad for us too, um, honestly. But that's kind of how I handled getting my stomach back together. Okay. So that, so I got probiotic. Okay. So you got big, because that's the big part. So, so being able to eat. So you started with the probiotic. So, but, but you weren't like swimming and stuff in the beginning you had to work your way into it but the supplements is where you started and that's what got you to where you are at this point you think i mean i think it all worked together you know because if you're taking the supplements to regenerate your cells from the inside but then you're not breaking up your fascia or you're not exercising your muscles that's why i say it's kind of a management thing you know i look at my i mean i literally have a calendar and a list of three pages of exercises and i you know worked with my therapist and she said these are the ones you have to do and every morning as soon as you wake up these will get you going and then i have you know day one um, these are the 10 things that you have to do throughout the day. And then at night, these are the five things you have to do before you go to bed. But I mean, in all, it's probably 40 different exercises that I'm doing, but I have them, you know, spread out every other day. I'm kind of working, you know, my legs or, you know, my pelvis down, you say, cause I've got exercises for my toes for my ankles for you know there's there's just something for everything and you can't do it all in one day it's too much so but you know I, I was trying to do I mean because it just got to the point every modality and things that I'm doing you know aren't covered by insurance and I have just been doing my fascia and I tried doing uh, the Pilates where I could do my toes and everything and that didn't pan out because I uh, blew out a rib doing one of their exercises, but I would love mm. to to see your exercises because I, I, I because I know I need to do stuff for my toes and I've been trying to come up with the exercises that I need to do. I'm like I'm like how do I exercise my toes? I have this thing uh, where you where you like work on spreading your toes apart and you work on like 
going back and forth from big toe to little toe and and tapping them and stuff but nothing to like strengthen them are, are you talking about something like that mm-hmm. yeah so you could do all of that stuff first to stretch your toes and then get some marbles and pick marbles up with your toes and that's going to strengthen your toes and the top half of your foot and so I pick them up. I have a little pack. I don't know. There's probably like 20. And I have them in a little little Tupperware container. And I just break them out, pour them out on the floor. I pick them up with my toes. I put them back in the container. I do that three times each foot. It's also going to be working your ankles when you're using, doing that exercise. That's, that's my toe exercise. I mean, I have some other stuff that they created specifically for you know my uh, plantar fascia i have a horrible bunion that cannot be fixed and so that's part of the problem with my plantar fascia so you know but every exercise that they've ever taught me either i still do it or i have asked my current physical therapist um about it like i used to do this exercise and i thought it helped me what can i do now to get you know because i'm at the point now where i have to get a little bit deeper level in my muscles because I've been doing it you know this is 15 years my son's 15 years old so I've been in physical therapy pretty much every month for the past 15 years wow okay because yeah. I, I used to pick up everything with my toes and I mm-hmm. didn't you know it's like if my toes my big toe was the first my first complaint with this with the doctors and they just kept looking at me like I was crazy I said no I lost my big toe you don't understand I said the ability to use my big toe and it's so important for our back to have the big toe and they didn't take me seriously and so I definitely am like I'm going to get me some marbles and going to see I mean that right there because when I'm standing I feel like I don't have the strength and I'm I'm desperately trying to get the strength I didn't think about it about the marbles but now I would you mentioned a bunion do you know that I've seen a bunion go away using like working on your fascia have you yes ma'am because a bunion it's actually fascia is pulling the bone is what it is it's mm-hmm. I, I actually I have a picture of it on the fascinating AWOL zebra group, by the way. I've seen it I've seen it work in action. I actually watched a woman who was told she needed surgery get rid of it by fascia blasting and, and getting around her fascia on that bunion. Huh. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I've had these since I was about four, I think. Wow. And so, yeah. And so that that's another indication. If you have stuff like that with your joints at a young age that you probably have, uh, you know, EDS. Just so into everything. I'm like, oh, go, go work on your fascia on, on your, that. And see, because I have watched it. I've watched a, a woman's bunion completely just, just, kind of go in a big difference a big comparison just by working on her fascia so Hmm. it it helped her walk because she was miserable so i i find you know so so now maybe i've been able to share one thing with you that you didn't know but you have educated me so much and i absolutely love it but you've done so physical therapy you've been doing that now for 15 years mm-hmm. yeah but you're able yeah. to so so i guess it is it's a matter of i just keep telling myself i said i know that 
I, I mean, I'm doing myself a disservice by not getting up and doing the exercises. I just haven't had a good, I, I haven't had a, a good enough PT that, that understands this illness to get me to a point where they don't injure me. Because every time they injure me, that's like the last time I see them because they can't figure out the other direction to go. How in the world yeah. did you find all of this or is this through your research and you educated them? Well, so my my main physical therapist, my, my, the physical therapist that works mostly on my neck, I guess I'll say, I found him um, completely by accident. I went into like one of those dock in a box places with a cold. And he said, you know, the doctor said, well, do you have anything else going on that you want to address, you know, while you're in here? And I said, well, will you, um, will you prescribe me some muscle relaxers? I have this hip problem and sometimes it acts up on me and they help. And he said, well, I will, but do you want to get it looked at? And I was like, oh, I've had it looked at. <laughs> I don't really trust physical therapists. And he says, well, let me send you this guy that um, I send all my train wreck patients to and let's see if he can help you. And so um, when I first went in, he, you know, he was just, I don't know, he's, he's just a very brilliant, older physical therapist. He's uh, taught a lot of the people here in my area. And so anytime I say that I've used him, everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's great. And he is the best, in my opinion, because um, he was the first one who really started listening and teaching me things you know it wasn't about just doing the physical therapy and pushing you out the door you know he um and and he would make comments with you know like well that's odd but we'll figure it out and so that was very encouraging and comforting you know and um when I was actually diagnosed he and I kind of had a, a moment where he was like no that can't be what's wrong with you and I was like We'll find out. I'm going to the rheumatologist, you know. Um, but he had actually corrected my um, kyphosis scoliosis and lifted my shoulders up and actually gained an inch and a half in height. And so when he did that, it kind of brought the pectus excavatum and the pigeon chest. I have a bit of that. Um, you know, he, it kind of brought it to the forefront because my... Um, you know, we, we completely broke all of those bones. I was, I was humped over. I was starting to slump, you know, right, and right. so, um, and so when we did that, that's what caused a lot of the problems, um, in my chest and in my shoulders, you know, with strength and having to rebuild those muscles and things of that nature. And so, you know, he, um, I've been with him, I guess, solid for about 10 years now, although I don't go as to him as often as I do my other lady. My other lady, he actually referred me to because I told him that I'd read up about pelvic floor physical therapy and that I felt that I needed more of it, um, that my hips were not getting the full range of motion because I was staying stuck in my IT band areas. And I was really just looking for some guidance on, you know, what I could do um, because he works on, you know, has to use all of his time working on my neck when I'm there. And so he, he said, well, you know, you probably need to find a physical therapist that specializes in pelvic floor. And so I started looking, and the only lady in town is the lady I go to. Well, it just so happens her clinic is called 
a myofascial release clinic. <laughs> so when I got there, um, she'd never really heard of EDS. You know, they teach EDS for a whole 10 minutes in medical school. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, it's not, maybe not that short, but it's not long enough for what we have to deal with. And so um, she, you know, she was familiar with it, but I actually bought the book um, that Kevin Muldowney puts out, Living Life to the Fullest yeah. with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And I gave her that book and I was just like, here, I want to do this because they say this will fix me, <laughs> you know, and um she took it and read it for, I don't know, a week or so. And she came back and she said, some of that, yeah, but some of it, we've got to do something different. And so she actually researches now to find different things. She just um, found a new new neck exercise for me last week. And so, you know, it's um, it, it, it was a struggle. And sometimes I do really have to educate them. But finding someone who's willing to be educated was probably the biggest challenge, you know. I um, personally have found that female doctors, physical therapists, I know that um, is probably the wrong thing to say, but in my personal experience, other than my main physical therapist that works on my neck, he's great, but um, I find that they just listen a little bit better. Okay. They, they're not quite as quick to dismiss and even um my regular pt said you know that's because they know what you're going through and as a man he did not you know no that i mean that that does make sense i've had i've had good experience and, and bad experiences with with both you know but that mm -hmm. is is I've, I've always said you have to be your own advocate you have to fight for yourself and it sounds like that you've done all of that especially you know by taking the time to to educate the people that are working with you it sounds like you have I always tell everybody you have to get like a village around you to keep you mm. and you know that's that's the hard part is getting the right village to, to it is. out. so it is it's 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 hard and it's, it's also, it's, I, you know, I've spent the past two years just trying to get out of the pain. And every time I go do the strengthening, I get set back because the therapists weren't as well trained in this as they thought. And so now I'm trying to get the right team around me so that, you know, I can be doing what you're doing, but you've just kind of made me realize even more so that I need to be taking this much more seriously because I feel like it, the management part is just within my reach. It's it, within our control. It's just, you have to accept it first, I guess. And then, you know, be dedicated to it. And I definitely would be dedicated to it. I just haven't gotten, I guess the right recipe for it. And it just sounds like you have, and I'm so happy for you. I, thank you. Thank you. And I want to share it with everyone. Like, you know, 
um, I firmly believe that we we all just need a little guidance, and there's not a lot out there, you know. And so, if you just tell us what to do, we're very intelligent <laughs> people. We can do it, you know. But to hear over and over doctors say, "Well, I don't know," "Well, that doesn't make sense," or "Hmm, you're an enigma." No, I'm not an enigma. There's a lot of people out there suffering with the same things I'm suffering with. We just don't know what to tell them. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I get tired of hearing, oh, you're fascinating. I want to tinker with you. I, and and I'm like, no, no tinkering going on here. It's time for me to know. Mm-hmm. Because it, it, they don't get affected when we lose two weeks because our pelvis popped out. Right. Or anything like that. They they can mm-hmm. live their lives and do things. We're the ones that have to fight it. But when you're fighting to get a to get a diagnosis, that's a horrible thing. Then you have to fight to get out of pain. Then you have to fight to get into strengthening. It just seems like it's just a constant battle with everything. But it seems like you've gotten to a calm state. And now you're just on the quest to get even better is what it sounds like. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to help others get better. You know, I mean, there's no point in having all of this knowledge if you're not sharing it with someone and helping them. No, definitely not. And and we've got just a few more minutes, but we had spoken before off the, is it okay to talk about, you want to, look at doing your own thing right with supplements and tea yes yes i'm actually starting a little a little wellness company and so i'm I'm mixing teas and doing some aromatherapies and things of that nature um just to try and um you know help everyone get get better feel better and so yeah the the teas, um, it'll just be a dry herbal tea, and I've got some little steepers and spoons and, you know, um, just teaching people how to use herbal teas or, you know, relaxation methods that will allow you to, you know, get out of that fight or flight. I mean, and that's, you know, that, that's another thing that, you know, we're, we're in this hustle I don't know, society where everything's got to be go, 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 go. And that's not healthy for us. You know, the fight or flight mode is very dangerous. When your cortisol levels start going up, all kinds of bad stuff starts happening in your body. And I lived like that for years and years on end. And there's just no need to be that stressed out, you know. And so just kind of helping people learn to relax and learn to take better care of themselves. And so with the supplements themselves, I can't really sell them or put them out there um, because it's not my work. It's um, Deborah Keith's work, but she, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna continue to tell everyone that I possibly can about that wonderful protocol and about those supplements that she put together. It's just an amazing system. Well, I'm so glad that you did it here today. And as soon as we're done, I'm going to grab my balloon and and work on on blowing into that. And I I mean, I just I, I can't believe it. That's that's again why I'm so thankful that, you know, you just you said you'd come on and and share your story because I learned so much and. 
I really want to thank you for taking the time. Thank you for educating me and sharing it. And I hope you'll come back and visit with us. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Christy. It was great. I, I really appreciate it, Christy. I, I, I really learned so much this hour. This, this really meant a lot to me, and I appreciate it. And I thank you for coming on. You have a lovely day. Thank you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. That was Christy Roberts, and I tell you what, I really enjoyed having her with us today. I learned so much. Stay tuned. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.